Hey folks, this is Tyler Not Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to the Signal Fire Podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernot.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. Well, I'll be darned, it's another Sunday, and it's already the second Sunday edition of a new year. That's right, kids. It's January, I think, what is today, the 14th? January 14th, 2024. So first, a show of hands, how many of you are still writing threes when you write the date? Be honest and don't lie. I remember when I was a kid, every time I would go back to school after the holiday, it took me like three months to start writing the proper end number on my little dates when you'd have to date your papers or your tests or whatever. And it took me so long to be to get it together. And then by the time I started getting into a groove with it and remembering that it was in fact a new year, then it was almost time to end it. We would switch to another new year and I'd begin the process all over again. <sighs> Life as a neurodivergent undiagnosed child. Uh, anyways, um, today we got an interesting one today. <clears throat> one that I'm sure is going to maybe cause some debate or maybe not. Maybe it's just a universal truth and I'm just the one saying it out loud. I don't know, but we'll find out. And, uh, if you're listening to this and you're not yet part of our little community, this is your call to action. This is the me riding on a horse next to all of your spears raised before battle and clanging him and saying, friends, it is time, <laughs> or whatever my speech would be. Uh, come join us over at tylernot.com and you can sign up for free if you want, uh, or you can join our very exclusive, very beautiful, life-changing, literally, community. It's 14 cents a day or something like that. It's ridiculously cheap. I know everybody is having money issues, me included, but if you want to spend it on something valuable that will add value to your life, I think this is it. Especially because of what I'm talking about. It gets us away from the algorithms and the nonsense. Um, today's, on January 14th, is called The Glow That Pulls Us. As always, there's a photograph, and this time it is of about 30,000 cell phones being aimed at a stage at MetLife Stadium. And I know that some of them that were, were told to turn their lights on and look at this thing. I get it. But this is a metaphor that everybody always has their phone. So I want to get into this one. Um, yeah, I hope you're having a really good start to the year. And if not, remember, we're still fresh. There's still time to turn it around. You can do that. You can do anything you want. I love you a lot. Let's get into it. Let's bust into it. This is the glow that pulls us. <sighs> there you go. I was in the far northwest of Ireland when I really noticed it in its entirety. In an actual castle that had actually been standing since the mid-15th century. Surrounded by some of the most gorgeous landscape you could ever find. Anywhere. It had its own actual pub, fireplaces that had warmed everyone from clan chieftains to famous actresses to actual presidents of actual countries. 
and we were waiting for our food to be served when the overwhelming and crippling sense of frustration mixed with disgust, flavored with ever so slightly with contempt that I really, really didn't want to be feeling, you know, being in an actual castle in the far northwest of Ireland that had an actual... You get the point. We glanced around after noticing an eerie silence in the dining room, despite it being filled with people, and one table at a time we saw the very same scene. Everyone, every single person in the entire castle restaurant and pub, save Sarah and I, was nose deep in their mobile phone. Faces aglow in that sickly blue light that pulses and shifts with each scene change on whatever TikTok video they happen to be watching. Some even went as far as to seat themselves nearest to a visible outlet, toting their own charging cables for their phones, or iPads, as we indeed saw two families with multiple children all on their own iPads or Kindle Fires or whatever the new shit is that kids just gotta have. So they never had to fear running out of the battery they so desperately sowed their emotional well-being to. <sighs> their ages varied as this observation does not lead to the pointing of fingers at a specific demographic, and we watched in horror as elderly couples that clearly had a lot of money and were easily in their 80s spoke not a word to one another, though they were dressed in their Sunday finest. We saw toddlers mindlessly stuffing chicken goujons and triple cooked chips into their mouths without a single glance away from their cartoons on their glowing screens, their parents scrolling aimlessly, her with her index finger, him with his middle digit, neither speaking, neither even knowing we were watching. We saw a young couple, on what looked to be on a first or maybe a second date, ask to be moved so they could have the antique chairs by the corner of the room, an outlet by each, and before they even sat we saw the telltale white cords spill out from pockets and purses, heard the familiar click of charging and felt the sorrow rise in our throats with each inch their necks fell forward. <sighs> Maybe a hundred words were spoken between them over the course of the night, mostly to share the video they just saw, the you-had-to-be-there humor that apparently exists even when it's a video, and apparently when you're only feet away from one another. We sat there. That rainy... Hold on, I got it fix this microphone. I'll start that again. We sat there that rainy, beautiful night in Ireland. We saw it in airports. We s no, we saw it there, not sat there. Look at this, I'm editing on the fly. It's, it's early in the year. I'm still holiday hazed. Let's start that sentence over. We saw it there that beautiful rainy night in Ireland. We saw it in the airports, the train stations, the concerts, the movie theaters. We saw it here, too. My goodness, probably even more so here. At high school sporting events, at movie nights held in family living rooms. We've seen it at restaurants, grocery stores. We've seen it on the top of most unbelievable vistas on the Isle of Skye. And we've seen it while trying to hold a conversation with someone only two feet away from us. It's this pull... This glow that's sucking us in like a villain in a Doctor Who episode, trapping us inside the glass confines we tote around with such reliance. And it's stealing our wonder. Do you remember that episode of Doctor Who with uh, Mr. Magpie, the TV salesman? It was a David Tennant one. Man, I love that one. 
I am waiting for the okay boomer or whatever it is the kids yell these days at old people making statements only old people make, and that's okay. Just because I'm saying it, just because it isn't comfortable, doesn't mean I'm wrong. No one at that ill-fated Irish castle dinner said please or thank you to a single employee that served them. Almost no one looked up from their phone while ordering, and the few that did still had their phone in their hand, one eye up, one eye down on the world beneath that ballistic glass screen and cute case. I'm saying all this here, now, because we're at the start of something here, aren't we? We're at the first few pages of a brand new book that is 2024. And maybe, if we just talk about the hard shit here, now, we can write a different story this time around. Maybe this time, this story, can be one of less distraction. Maybe we can start small, leave our precious devices on a countertop in a separate room. Maybe we can go on walks without it. Maybe we can make a rule that only we can enforce upon ourselves. That when we have those insanely rare moments of actual time and space to breathe, to think, to feel, we take them and we put our phones away. I read an article the other day that spoke of how if we wish to truly remember the moments we're in, oddly, we have to take less photos, if any at all. You must know I'm serious here if I am telling you to stop taking photos. Hell, it pays my bills and keeps me feeding my family. But damn it, something has to give. What's even more heartbreaking is that as much as I'd love to say it's the photos that keeps people reaching for their phones, it's not. And we know it's not. It's this desperate need for the dopamine hit that comes with each like on our post, each view of our video, each reshare or retalk. That's probably not a thing, but who cares? Or tweet or story or selfie or snap. It's this automatic response to some insane condition we've all inflicted upon us by some conglomerate of narcissistic billionaires that only started the companies they started because they were sad and lonely and sat in dorm rooms or garages, probably wishing more people would have been kind to them. I don't know the answer to this problem that we are all facing. I don't know how to fix what's happening, to put the toothpaste back in the tube, and perhaps there isn't one. Perhaps this panic is our generational panic, and it truly is my age that is the thing skewing my viewpoint. Just like color television would be the end of our parents' generation, rock and roll music, their parents before them. Maybe this is my violent video games and that damned MTV that I'm so supposed to raise my fists and shake them wildly about, but I don't think so. Never before have I seen so many people morph into the zombies we've all been so afraid will one day show up, so effortlessly, so gently, so, and this is probably the scariest of all, silently. That's where it is in the end, the great quiet that has descended in a room where everyone is st staring down <laughs> in a room, I can't read today, man. That's where it is in the end, the great quiet that has descended in a room where everyone is staring down into a phone instead of across the table at the person they are with, instead of out into the wide, wild, gorgeous world just beyond it. We sat in that dining room without once touching our phones, without even remembering we had them, soaking in the smells of peat burning in a cavernous fireplace that was there centuries before Instagram and will be there centuries after it. And we spoke to one another. We held each other's hands. We ate good food made by good people, and we listened to the rain pelt down on the leaded glass windows. We learned about the people who brought us our food. We fell a little more in love with their accents. 
and once finished, we walked out into the downpour and explored a little more. We are not perfect, far from it. We get lost in doom-scrolling and worrying about our following, how it'll change our ability to reach potential customers, how we'll stay afloat and put food on our table if everyone stops engaging. I worry about how I'm losing a 1,000 followers a month on a platform that clearly prioritizes its profits over its people, and I watch as my screen time crawls higher than I wish it would. But I'm trying, but I'm here, but I want to be different. I'm starting here, putting the phone down and leaving it behind. I'm going to walk without it like I used to do, wandering footsteps into a great big forest, part of a great big world that has no use for the blue light glow that comes too early and stays around too late. I'm putting it away, now, at the start of things. And I'm going to notice more, hear more, listen more, write more, and get back to the basics that make this life so stunning. Here's to absorbing more art, to reading things that truly matter. And I so hope you think this place, the signal fire, falls into that category. And here's to relating to one another again. It's stolen our wonder too long, and I think it's time we steal it back. We've got one shot at this thing, in this skin, something I've said time and time and time again, and I'm pretty sure we're built for more magic than whatever the algorithm could possibly cue up next. Here's to it. The year that's here. The year of less distraction. The year of better connection. The year of the basics we've been so desperate to go back to. The haiku, the glow that pulls us, rips us from the everywhere, and steals our wonder. <sighs> there you have it, friends. January 14th is in the books. <laughs> uh, let me know what you think about this one. Let me know. Chime in. Let's have a little discussion. Um, obviously, some things need to be done on your phones and on your computers, and that's okay. I'm not proposing that we just completely get rid of the technology that we clearly need and love. It's just about balance, and it's about all the dead time that we keep filling with doom scrolling and endless looking and watching and consuming. It's those times. There's a very big difference between intentional consumption and wanton. Uh, I love you a lot. Let's talk about this. And I hope your Sunday is beautiful. And share this with people, please. That helps me more than you know. Share it with anyone. Send it, add them to the email list if they want, whatever you want to do. But just let's get more faces here. I love you a lot. I hope you're doing well. I'll see you next week. This beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Allen Isakov. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to GregoryAllenIsakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. I love you.